Morning all, welcome to SCN Tassie Breakfast for a Monday, three minutes past seven o'clock. Morning, Timmy. Good morning, Brent. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Yes. Good to be in. A bit, bit chilly this morning, like oh, I said last week, didn't start I? this again. You're not it's, feeling it. I'm, I am, but I'm not going to okay. sit here and whinge about it. I'm not whinging about it, I'm just stating facts. Goodness me. It's what we like to do on Remember here. Remember what Isaac Sooth said on Friday? We use this Absolutely. cold weather to our advantage, love, I love it. The air smells fresher. Yes. It's beautiful. I'm just saying it is noticeably more chilly and dark in the mornings. Oh, well. We get darker by mid-July and we're wandering out of bed at an hour, an hour behind then as oh. well. Gee, oh. that's going to be tough. How was your weekend? Um, what did I do on the way? I played cricket, actually. Yeah, yeah missed out. Got off to a good start. 4-4, four, four, schnick. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down for the rest of the day. It's good, though. It's like having a little holiday. A little holiday. <laughs> yeah, I stayed down there. <laughs> Over the lunch break, I snuck down to, um, what's it called? Magna Court there in Sandy Bay because we were playing at uni. Uh, had a coffee. Um, had a little burrito at Live Eat. Uh, went back about an hour and a half later. <laughs> sat upstairs in the... In the mezzanine of the Uni Creek Club, we've got this really comfy couch. I had up there, had a bit of a doze. Um, went out and had a bit of a field in the afternoon. Uh, bowled one over. Did you? One over, none for one. Um, and then went home. <laughs> That's about it. What about your good You've self? You've got the easiest life I know, I think. It's a, I'd love to walk in your shoes for a week just to see... What Mate, it was like. You aren't fit enough to do that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Get us on the Harcourt's open line this morning. Harcourt's results for you. 1300 42 15 Texas 0437 552 What'd you get up to on the weekend? We'd love to hear what you did. Well, I where know, you what, were. What did you do? How, um, many, how many events did you MC BC? No, I had, had a quiet weekend this weekend. I took the kids to Intensity on Saturday. Did you? Back to, where, back to where you made a name for yourself in the, what was that award you won? What award? Wasn't that that? Oh was yeah, intensity, yeah. No, that was that? zone three. Zone That's three. That's upstairs. Right. Dropped a hundred bucks, Tim. Did you go about... in there? Pop your head into intensity no, just to reminisce to around. I would have had to see Blair Brownless if I went up there. Okay. He owns the joint, so I wanted right. to avoid that at all costs. Yep. So I stayed on the middle level. But a you... hundred bucks I dropped, and I was there for like a half an hour, I reckon. Did you get all those tickets, though? Yeah, well, they're on the tools. card these days. Are they? They just go straight to a card, so you don't actually get the physical tickets anymore. So did you play games that you enjoy, or did you start playing the games where you get heaps of tickets? Well, I was just wondering. Well, my son particularly wanted tickets. Um, what did he go for? What was his choice? Uh, I can't even remember now. <laughs> did you play that? You would have played that basketball, basketball one for an yeah, hour straight. Put a few shots up. It was good. How were, you, how were yeah, they coming good. off the hand? Coming out right. Oh. Coming out right. So looking forward to our big date uh, later this month. Is that, is that one of these? Yeah. We Have we got a date? No, we know it's later this month. We don't, oh, it's, it sounded date. like the announcement was coming later this month. Month. No, no, it's happening so this month. So it's like, you know, when you know a big boxing match is coming, we're going to announce it on, but it's not for another few months no, after no, no. that. No, it's happening this month, Tim. So what are we on now? What? I wonder if I should start trying to train at all for basketball. <laughs> Light bulb moment. Finally realise you might have to actually put some shots up, Tim. I'm happy for you not to. Um, now, I want to ask you something. I've flicked through Twitter this morning, and this got my attention, about I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, which is a magnificent program. Do you watch it? I, I normally watch the first few episodes to see who's on it and see what it's going to be like, and then I sort of tune out after that. But it got me thinking, Tim, have mm. you ever been... Ah, <laughs> to be on, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. It's well, where a lot of people's careers go when they haven't got much else going on. Yeah. 
you go, it's where you go to die. Mm. Um, and well, that's well, not, I think that's at the, not true. I think at the start it was pretty good. I think it's now becoming. I'm not a celebrity anymore. Get me out of here. <laughs> Give me a job. Yeah, get me out of here. End yeah. me. Um, yeah, I did once. Had a. Um, you I have. Had, I had a phone call once. You have. Not, not so long ago, actually. I, I didn't expect that as an answer. This is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, not for me. Not for me. Why? Soft. Don't want to put bugs don't, down your throat. Don't stuff. need to. Oh, that stuff. No, that stuff I would actually quite enjoy. I reckon. <laughs> I love the challenge of that. I yeah. like a weird kind of challenge. Yeah. Because most what it's of all it, all, it all is mental. I, I think, you know, I'm not one to pump myself up, Brent, but I would, <laughs> I would excel in that side of it. <laughs> okay, well, I just what's the problem then? Well, I don't want to. Why? What, what am I going to do? Go and sit around and talk? I do that here. You do that here. Exactly. I was going to say, in, go the, and, in the comfort of the studio. Go and do it on national TV instead no, of radio. No, it's just not something that's on my radar. Okay, I, fair I, don't, I don't need to do that. Why all right, let's get down to, do to business. That? What, what, what was I, the offer? Tim? No, I'm not going to talk offers. Why it was, not? It was preliminary Bring the talks. listers into the no, tent. No, it was just ballpark kind of stuff. Okay, well, was, that's fine. It wasn't enough. <laughs> well, I know what you sort of command as well, so <laughs> pretty, I, I would have done it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know you would do it. You'd do it for the smell of an oily rag and a bit of attention. You and Hamish. <laughs> but now you're talking about it because I, I have also seen some stuff at times around, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. And I thought... What a great way to kick off our show this morning when I knew you were going to bring this up. To say, what if we were to do our very own Tasmanian, <laughs> I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. How many people go on a show, Hamish? 12? 10 to 12. 10 it? to 12. So let's go with 10. Okay. 10 Tasmanian celebrities right now <laughs> Give that us we ten. would put in. And Ooh. I'm going to reserve a spot. For Brent no. Costello. Mate, you have to no. be on it. You no. are on everything no. in this state. No. I'm going no. to start my whiteboard. So well, how much are you paying me, Tim, actually? There. No, it's just a, it's a hypothetical. Okay. So, I don't know. If they're offering me a few meal, I'd offer you, you know. <laughs> Let us know. You what did you say? Cents. Three meal. And it was nowhere near, you said, no, too. That was a joke. Uh, let us know on the Harcourt's open line, 0437 552 We want to know who should be in the Tasmanian version of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Call us as well, 1300 1533. And we're going nine spots because you are in. <laughs> no. Yes, you are. You have to be. Right, There's I'll, not I'll... an event. A TV show, a radio station <laughs> that you have not been on or invited to in this state, and you are the number one priority, and we've signed you. Okay, I'm in so there. If you want Give to me... go into the jungle with Brent Costello, get on the line. <laughs> and now. look at the Harcourt's open line blow up with uh, people wanting to join me. Uh, no one's texting yet. Uh, please text us in. Give us your suggestions. Let's let's have a think about this. Uh, what we've got two, have we, Tim? No, that's we've got two, but it's nothing about. Oh, sorry. About I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. I'm just setting up my whiteboard for our <laughs> celebrity, get me out of here. Um, yeah, I'll tell question. you who'd be running hot right now. We'd have to get him on. Who? He'd probably win it too, the way he's going. Bo Webster has to be oh, in there. Oh, yes. He has to be in there. Get him in. If he's not on the test tour, <laughs> he's in the jungle. Okay. Where should we do it as well? Uh, out in the sticks? Yeah, where? In the sticks. <laughs> in the sticks valley I'm talking about. Do it out, out sort of down... Down mm. the Hewan way. It's a good question. Who would be in that particular show? Or like King Island, somewhere like that. Yeah. Or just dump us out like alone, that show where you got nothing. Yeah. You just got to fend for yourself.
Ooh. Don't mind it. Give us your suggestions this morning on the Harcourt's open line, 0437 555. A lot of questions coming in about your thoughts on Will Pukowski. We'll get to that probably a bit later in the show and we deep dive into cricket because that was concerning at Blunston Arena wasn't, yesterday. Wasn't, I was watching that live. wasn't good to watch. No. Was it? No. Did you see that? Mm. So, yeah, hopefully he's he's okay, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think it is concerning that it keeps happening and I think now is probably the time him and his people around him will have to have a serious conversation on on what's what's next or which way he's going to attack it but I think you know a lot of stuff around social media yesterday was you know when is enough enough yep well and, look what Andrew when Bra- is your health more important than Angus Bradshaw prime, prime example yeah. isn't it he's gone okay yeah well, and I think and I could be wrong here but I think Will's had sc- similar scans and hasn't had what Brayshaw had, but when is the knock that's going to start that? Mm. Mm. Couple but, of texts in here for suggestions, Tim. Jimmy Webster might have some time up his sleeve oh, to join Brent yeah. in the Sticks Valley. He might do. He do. He might. I and think. cousin Bo. So. Yes, are they cousins? I think so. They're right. Amish might be able to go. Oh well, but I think they are. There's three to start with. Then we'll get the Webster. What about cousins? The best D grade celebs in Tasmania. Damien Wright and Bear Robinson. We'll get Wrighty. I don't think we get to D graders, dude. Wrighty'd be very good. He would be really good. He'd be entertaining. Would Bear? Well, (laughs) (laughs) I think Bear tells a good story. Bear would be good. No, he'd be good. Hosts a good tent, the Lonnie and Hobart Cups normally. It'd be nice to have some female suggestions too. Yeah. Well, I think I don't mind Wrighty. Yeah, he'd be great. Very good. Uh, no, it's an interesting question. Uh, we want to hear who's some Tasmanians that have been had some controversial things happen that we can get their side of the story on, Tim. Mm. That could just, you know. Oh, I'm thinking, yeah. Who was pointing at you? That's not very nice. Oh, I won't be going in. <laughs> You're not going I'll in. I'm too next. busy on the main one. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have that to get could... Booney in there, wouldn't we? Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. Imagine Booney and David Foster just sitting there together. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, Brent, Booney, David Foster. Going <laughs> down a certain body type at the moment. <laughs> this is horrible. Hey, Miss, you're next. <laughs> Let us know who you think should be on the Tasmanian version of I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here. We've got a big show this morning, Timbo. We're going to have the former Premier. David Bartlett in the house here with us, talking all things soccer. Bart, of course, got mm. the uh, our NBL team. Ray NBL trying ready. to raise a bit of money, isn't he? They want to try and get a, a team in the national second tier competition. So look forward to talking to him, him about that. Aidan O'Connor, promising Tasmanian cricketer He's coming through the system. Can't wait He's to talk to him. Snap a read from Taz Racing. We'll have our predictions for the 2024 AFL Premiership season. And we'll also dissect Australia's test victory over New Zealand. Looking forward to it, Tim. Big show ahead. We're here thanks to Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. <laughs> you, you love a land pride attachment. I, I do. I do. We're off to our first break of the morning. Coming back to talk all things cricket next. Hazelwood to Mitchell. Top edge flies up. Hazelwood takes the catch. And Australia win the test in Wellington. The Trans-Tasman Trophy is retained. The ruthless streak in this bowling attack, led by Nathan Lyon, has secured victory for Australia. 
Comprehensive won 172 runs by the Aussies over New Zealand at the Basin Reserve to retain the Trans-Tasman Trophy. Timmy, what did you make of it all? Uh, well, do we get anything that we didn't expect? No. How do you assess Australia's summer as a whole? I, I don't think they're at their best at the moment, mm. particularly with the bat. But they are doing enough to get it done. To get it done. Mm. Those are, we we talked last week about they be, would have been bitterly disappointed to lose a test match. They would have been disappointed to lose a session yep. to the West Indies. Yep. To lose that test was not a great result. Um, yeah, and, and again, I thought our second innings batting in in New Zealand over the weekend wasn't wasn't terrific again from a pretty dominant position. Uh, even in the first innings, we got out of trouble with Green and Hazelwood. Um, so there's certainly, I wouldn't say there's question marks. I mean, we listened to Pat yesterday talk about we have the best six batters in the country in the team. We're going to continue to back them in. But there's going to come a point when if we continue to play like this, they'll have to make a change. Mm. Because the way we're playing right now, with the bat for some of the summer and New Zealand first test, that, that is not beating India. That no. is not beating England. And it's probably not beating a full-strength South Africa. Yep. So there are some concerns there, but I do agree with him. They are the best six batters. What are the immediate concerns for you when you look at it? Top three concerns. Well, I think we're lucky that we're playing... And again, I got a bit of grief from... SEN New Zealand but I think we're lucky we've played the West Indies and we're playing New Zealand because we'll beat them anyway that's my opinion and people can challenge me on it if you like but man for man in test cricket we are just too good for them um, and and in white ball cricket sometimes you, the games are short enough that you can a better team can be beaten by a lesser team yep. but over five days law of averages Australia are going to beat New Zealand because the game goes for too long for our quality not to come through in some way. Mm-hmm. And Nathan Lyon showed that yesterday. Or Greeny showed it on day one. We've yep. just got more talent. It's just a fact. So what are your concerns? Well, we're not getting enough runs. Bats, bat, batting, yeah. Yeah, I think our attack is still elite. Yep. They're still getting the job done. Um, you know, And the two all-rounders, Greeny came on and got a wicket. Mitch Marsh has been handy with the ball when used. Um, Lyon's been excellent. Cummins been excellent. Hayeswood's been excellent. Starkey is that point of difference with real speed and left arm, and you know he's not far off overtaking. I think Dennis Lilly on our wicket all-time wicket-taking list. So those those guys are world class. I, I think our batters are world class, but we're just not at our best at the moment. And not being in there and knowing, speaking to guys, I'm not sure why. Tell, tell they, do, they do need to address it. Hedy's last four or five. Last four or five innings as he hasn't hardly scored a run. He's a key player in our team, the way he plays, the way he attacks and puts opposition on the back foot. Marnus hasn't been at his best for 30-something innings, still averaging low 30s, which is not diabolical, but Marnus is the guy that can bat for days. Mm-hmm. And then Greeny, Hetty, Carey are facing tired bowlers and they will destroy them. So he's that real important cog batting at three. Obviously, everyone's number three, but... When your number three is not getting runs, it makes it a little bit harder for everyone else. Mm. Geez, they've had a long campaign, though, haven't they? Yeah, and they're about to come into a nice long break. They certainly, you know, and on a lot of these guys in the Aussie team played in the World Cup, Mm. they they would be tired. Really tired. Mm. Um, But yeah, they need to find some answers pretty quickly. I thought the way we, we played in the second innings, it was pretty average to watch. Heard Nathan Lyon talk to Barat and Colo after the game. 
talk to us about him because 10 wickets for the match again and his message was I'm nowhere near done yeah. like he just feels like he can keep going which yeah. is so exciting yeah and I, th- I saw a stat the other day I think in his last 20 tests he's taken 100 wickets mm. at 21 Amazing. or 22 so it's all well and good to say you know I'm not I'm not done and I want to keep playing but he is clearly not done and mm. wants to keep playing because he's actually getting better if you look at his numbers in those last 20 tests I don't know what his career average is, but it's certainly not 22. And that's what no. his last 100 wickets have come at. Yep. And he won us that game. Like, I was a bit nervous overnight, I must admit, because like like I said, the New Zealanders, if you give them a sniff, what they're great at, they, they fight for every mm-hmm. run, and they are hard to beat. They are very hard to beat. They make you earn every wicket and every run that you get just for the way they play their cricket. They're mm-hmm. disciplined. They're well-drilled. Um, and I was nervous with Mitchell and... Ravindra in because he's clearly a talented player. Uh-huh. Mitchell's a disciplined, tough, and and he's probably a bit better than he gets credit for. I mean, he's, he's disciplined, he is tough, he grinds away, but he can actually score when he wants to as well. So I was nervous if we couldn't get the breakthrough. And Nathan Lyon was just, he was extraordinary. Yep. Absolutely extraordinary. And Pat Cummins said after the test, I'm going to give up the captaincy when he comes. <laughs> yeah. And you would, because if when you think. Right now, if Nathan Lyon's not playing, that test match could go completely differently. Mm-hmm. Who is Very the important. next spinner that's coming in that can do that? And I know we had the same thing for a while after Warney had finished, and we found Nathan Lyon. And there'll be hopefully there is someone. But geez, you're you crossing your fingers. Yeah, aren't you? Like out. he is so good. He is the goat, Gary the goat. That was extraordinary watching him bowl again the other day. And he's, like I said, he's getting older, but he seems to be getting better. His batting's getting better too. Yeah, he hasn't got a fifty, has he? No, I saw yeah. that. He's got the most test runs now yeah. of anyone without a fifty. Yes, he deserves one. Cam Green's best test game, do you think? Test match, I should say. Yeah, I think so. Pretty clearly as well. Got the key wicket as well. Yep. Um, not the key wicket, but again, things look like we're going to have to work hard for a while. He comes on someone that's six foot seven can bowl one hundred and forty k's and just gets one to leap at a, you know, number eight who can actually who can bat. Mm. Um, that was a big wicket. Open the game up, but yeah, again, someone that's you know bowling 140 and can bat at four and get big hundreds that changes your team. Yep, I mean, South Africa had that for years with Jacques Callis batted mm. at three and could take wickets. And but we're not putting Greenie in that category yet, but not in yet. terms of the attributes that he brings to the game and what the flexibility that he brings to your team, and the fact that he will hopefully. The more he bowls, and he's had some injury issues as a young man at his his build and bowling at his pace will, but I think he's getting through that. And the more overs he bowls, the more test matches will get out of Cummins, Stark and Hazelwood. So he's a huge key for this team over the next few years. We touched on this earlier, and we'll talk about Sheffield Shield cricket a little bit later, but your thoughts on Will Pukowski yesterday. It was sickening to watch. Text in here wanting to know your thoughts on this, Tim. Yeah, well, we touched on it this morning, did we? I I don't love talking about it. I think everyone knows the issue there. Um, And unfortunately, it keeps happening. He keeps getting hit in the head. Um, And he's got some concussion issues, um, which we're seeing more and more in in all sports, mainly contact sports, but certainly in cricket in the last four or five years, it's become much, much more of an issue. Um, What would your advice to him be? Moving oh, forward. look, it's, you can't give someone advice that you don't know the complete story. I don't know how bad his concussions are. I haven't seen his scans. I'm not a, 
a doctor or a surgeon and certainly not a brain expert um i just hope that he's that he's okay and that he's happy but um you know at the end of the day he's a he's a great young kid he's an exceptional talent with the bat in hand but you know life's got to be more important at some stage i would have thought uh, I've got another one here too from David of Launceston. Question for Tim. If Tasmania get over the line today, would you rest the fast bowlers in the last game against South Australia given their heavy workload yesterday? It could be an option. Um, and the good thing is we've got time to assess. So I think if we were to win today and Western Australia weren't to win later in the day, although they're also in a very good position yeah. to win that game, then you would probably consider it for someone like Riley. Definitely, or I think he's at his best when he's fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, someone like Gay Bell, probably not. I think he's at his best when he's in rhythm and he's bowling a lot. And he missed the Shield game before, so I'd keep him going. What about his figures again yesterday? He's so. extraordinary. <laughs> he's unbelievable, mate. Amazing. He's a gun. Um, and you've also got time. I don't know when the when the next Shield game is, and then you know you don't want guys having too long off either, because then you say if we did give Riley a week off. Yeah, he comes in trying to bowl 150 kilometres an hour and gets injured yep. early in the final. So it's a fine line between having them fresh and ready to go, uh, and having them in rhythm and having their bodies up to bowling lots of overs. Sometimes you've got to bowl more overs to be ready for that. So I mean, they've got all the numbers and the data on those guys. They'll know exactly when Riley is a chance to get injured or if he's going really well, and that's why you have these sports science markers and they're wearing GPSs and mm-hmm. they're measuring all their force all the time. So they'll know exactly where every one of those bowlers sits. Um, so my thing would, I, I'd just be going off that. If it says that someone's close to a red lining, as they know, and that's that's normally around a limit of balls when someone is likely to get injured or has been injured in the past, rest them. Loving your suggestions this morning on the Harcourts Open Line. Harcourts results for you for our Tasmanian version of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Uh, unknown number here or unknown texter. I'm a Celebrity. I reckon David O'Byrne would have a good story to tell. Would be a good one. I like that. Write him down. Another please. one through. What about Jackie Lambie? Jackie Lambie, yes. Well, I'm going to put Jackie in. Yeah, she would she certainly would throw a cat amongst the pigeons. Uh, Kicker Collins has been suggested too. He can come clean on, on his alleged kick. Has he not come clean on it? Surely... The nickname is... Well, let, let's keep him coming. We're loving these suggestions. 0437 552535. There's another Texas. one. Ben Yole. Ben Yole. <laughs> Throw in the mix. Gee whiz. 1342 is how you can call us this morning. It is SEN Tassie Breakfast, powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Here's the news headlines. Bit of village people for a Monday morning. Is that because I'm on? Tell you, you what. That's uh, not a bad uh, start to your, to your week, is it? The village people. You'd be a village people man, Matthew Reid from Taz Racing. That could be the theme song for our Tasmanian celebrity get me out of here. Any suggestions, Stat? You've been listening this morning on the uh, way? I did a little bit, yeah. I, um, to go on, I'm a celebrity get me out of here. You could probably have one of the jockeys on there. It'd be yeah. interesting. David Perez or something like that. We Froggy need, to, need a bit of personality because Fro- Brent's on there, so we need someone uh, <laughs> spice it up a little bit. Brent would just be brilliant, wouldn't he? Yeah. Froggy yeah. Yeah, Froggy would be great. Okay. Yeah. We'll write him down. Too. One of the texters did say, um, texters, hate that word. Texas One of the uh, listeners who text in <laughs> suggested Ben Yol. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Well, let's, let's start there, Snap, because Ben Yol had runners in both Hobart and Burnie over the weekend. Yeah, he did. So, and, and I think that's the way it's going to be, at least for the, for the next few weeks. 
Uh, Breno, so the the Supreme Court of Taz put their verdict down, which was essentially that Ben Yole could race his horses and that there's very little recourse for Taz Racing now. We basically played the card that we could originally off the back of the report, which was to warn those participants off the track. Uh, that was overturned, so he was at the races on in Hobart on Saturday night and Bernie on Sunday night. I, I would say that uh, at times things were a little bit frosty, but... Uh, the show rose on. There was a big crowd at Hobart on Saturday night. And, um, again, there's probably more to play out, but what we've got at the moment is what we've got at, probably at least for the next few weeks. Snapper, you mentioned Saturday night there, the Tasmanian Cup. You backed, I think, Mickey O. He did. Yeah. Came third. How did we go? Uh, came third. Oh. Small profit for each way punters. No, um, <laughs> massive run from Mickey O, just for something unusual. It was very windy out at Elwick, and Mickey O had to do things the tradesman's way, three and four wide. The trip, really good story, the winner, actually, Modern Bliss. It's a 12-year-old veteran from Victoria, but the young driver that won, you were justice. She's only 21. She's got less than 40 career wins, so needless to say, it was her first ever Group 1 win. Uh, trainer and driver absolutely ecstatic um, with the results. So it was a really good racing story. Yeah, unfortunately, the local uh, finished third, the favourite star major second. Uh, Rowan Hilliard, four winners on that program in Hobart on Saturday night. As mentioned, it was just sort of great to see a really big crowd at the track. Breno, healthy crowd there for the dinner and a, and a lot of locals, and it shows that there still is the appetite for good racing given everything that's been publicised recently is for a lot of off-the-track kind of stuff. But when we've got a good night, um, people are, are still keen to get along. Excellent. Now, Lonnie Knight Racing returns this Wednesday. And you'll be there, of course, front and centre on the TV broadcast. Yeah, I will. I'll be <laughs> heading back up to Launceston. I'm a little bit fatigued at the end of the summer carnival. We'll be perfectly honest. Uh, I had to rock up for Saturday night's function in my cricket gear. Got changed oh. in the driver's room where the drivers just rocked in. Well, they would have mistook you for a jockey. I was going to say. Well, they're drivers, not jockeys, but ordinarily it would have been fine. But no, we're back up to Lonnie Knight's. Uh, there's six meetings left for the night racing season, which is great because it, it is our sort of prime time time slot, the, the Lonnie Nights. We go up to the middle of April, I think. We've got Good Friday up there as well. And it's another good card. We won't get the final fields until a bit later today, so I can't tip you anything, even if I wanted to tip you into something that, that might not win, Painty. But wouldn't, uh, wouldn't matter. So we'll keep an eye on that a bit later on. But looking at the uh, nominations, it'll come up quite strong. And I think that'll be the case for the rest of the season. Then after that, we'll get Hobart and Devonport back into commission and sort of be Sunday afternoon racing for the Gallops. And uh, you took off from cricket on the weekend, but a big weekend for the Bunyips. We two, won, yeah. Two, yeah, wins. Yeah, two wins. Tim, two wins. You, you missed the, the news here. Yeah. Our man yeah. played his 100th game on the weekend. Very humble, man. What, what we just—he didn't mention that on Friday. Yeah, well, I banner? wasn't. Uh, no, there wasn't a banner. I oh. shared it with uh, the great Craig Ribbon that Breno knows well, and it was Ribs' one fiftieth. He took four. No, uh, quite well. He's my brother-in-law. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I made two. Oh, sharing it around. Got a got, got a good <laughs> ball. I, I missed out myself so. this weekend. Snaps. Yeah, so no, we right. won. So <laughs> we're through the grand final next week against Blackman's did Bay. You, did you cover that story? Well, today now I know the detail behind I it. Know Grassroots sport wow. isn't really his thing. He's like, if Scotty Pippen's in town or Luke Longley, though, he's wow, yeah, front all of a sudden he's, yeah, he's working yeah. seven well, days a week, 24 hours fair. a day. But that's probably fair anything local thought. sport, unless it's on this show, no interest. No, it's just my job stamp every yeah, single exactly. day at work. Exactly. Anyway, uh, racing matters to Tasmanians. Summer is done, but the racing isn't. Don't worry about that. Racing's been part of Tasmanian life for over 150 years. 
And our man Snapper Reed is right across it for us. Thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Thanks, boys. See you on Friday. See you Friday morning. Uh, lots more to come. Oh, actually, before I do, very important message. Chances are you're about to lose. Friend, confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The time has come, Timmy. After this, we're going to reveal our AFL predictions for season 2024. Get your tape recorders out. You will not want to miss this. Coming up next on SEN Tassie Breakfast, powered by Kubota. Harcourt's open line, Harcourt's results for you, 0437 552 Loving your suggestions for Tasmania's version of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, but also getting texts on other topics too, Tim, and we've got a text in here from Brett, and it says, and it's a lengthy one too, people are losing it online, worried that the new Tassie team will be wearing the old, dated, worn-out state jumper for a club side. Seriously, if they go with that, it would be the dumbest decision ever. Half the players in the side will be from the mainland playing in a Tassie state jumper. Plus, it won't be future-proofed and will be stuck with it forever, even if state footy returns. I'd like to see you guys voice your concerns regarding this potential letdown. Thanks, Brett. Brett, have I not said this? <laughs> have I not said this? I voiced my concern months Early. and months and months ago. Mm said that the state jumper should be used sparingly and we should come up with something original for the future. And Brent, Brett, sitting here next to me, disagreed. Did I? Yes, he did. I don't, Didn't he, I, Amish? I don't think I disagreed. And people, I think at the time when I said it, people were like, no, it has to be the state jumper. Most of our text through was, has to be the state yeah. jumper, you're wrong, it's history, it's tradition, it's this, it's that. I'm sensing a little swing, Brent. Mm. Are you? Well, Brett go, is certainly. With I'll you. go back to the Jack Jumpers. We could have easily gone Devils for the NBL team. We've gone something fresh, and it's become part of Tasmania now, very mm-hmm. quickly. Hasn't so it? why were you so against it? When I wasn't. I, said, I, I was of this. If you go back and look at my social media, I suggested this a long time ago, before we were even on air together, and I got smashed. By Did it. you sit here in this studio and go against me? I can't remember. On the it was that long ago, but I wouldn't have thought I would have disagreed. Hamish? Mm, I'm really torn. I think I would have said I'm torn on it. Can you believe this? Can you believe this, I man? think I said Are I was you sitting here straight-faced, saying that he was with me on this. We'll dig up the... I'm happy to be proven wrong, Tim, but I would, wouldn't have thought I would have disagreed with that. I would have thought... I said that I was... I can't, I can't see which way it's going to go. And oh, I, that which that, you, will, you that know, will hardly <laughs> shock people. <laughs> anyway, let's go on because we need to reveal our AFL predictions for 2024. Oh. We've worked hard on this. Well, We've got our have. own whiteboards here. Now, would you like to read out your top eight first? My top eight, Brent. Minor Premier. I'm going with the Brisbane Lions. Yes. So my eight is Brisbane, Collingwood, Giants, Swans, Port, the Blues, Melbourne, and sneaking into the eight, the Gold Coast Suns. Oh, you got them in. Well, okay. I've got a couple of people I know that are in the inner sanctum just up do in that the again Gold Coast me. Suns. Just, I just want to break this down. So top four is... My top four is Brisbane, Collingwood, Giants, and the Swans. That's the same as mine, but in a, just a tiny bit different order. I've got Brisbane, Collingwood, Sydney, Giants... In that order. And then you've got, who's at five? Port. Port, yep. Then Have you got Port? No, 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 I don't. Who have you got? I've got Carlton at five. I've got Carlton at six. I've got Melbourne at six. I've got Melbourne at seven. Okay. I've got Port at seven. I've got Port at five. Okay. And I've got Adelaide at eight. 
Because they almost got in last year. Yeah, okay, so just go through your eight for the people okay. who are listening, please. Brisbane, Collingwood, Sydney, GWS is my top four. Then I've got Carlton at five, Melbourne at six, Port Adelaide at seven, and Adelaide at eight. And if you're going to text in and have a crack at us, make sure you tell us who's coming out, please, of our top eights. Because it's easy to say they should be in, but who's coming out? Same old story. And Hammer, you... Can, you, can you tweet our eights out? Tweet them out. So people can see them, pick the, them apart, and the, nail Brent. Apologies to St Kilda and Gold Coast. I, I had Gold Coast in early, Tim, but they've, I've got them just missing out. Yeah, so I, I, have to say, I know a few people at the Gold Coast Suns, mm. and they are raving yeah. about the job that Damien Hardwick sure is doing. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he Whether or not it translates. Exactly. But they weren't that far off last year either. The thing is here too, Tim, in our eights, one of these teams is going to have a stinker. Oh, like okay. One is going to drop away. It's just a matter of who it's going to be. What I did notice when you're trying to do it is it's a bit like the NBL. The competition seems it's... to be so even. Like I, I underlined, obviously I'm an Essendon fan. I didn't have them in. I don't have Richmond in. I don't have St Kilda in. Yeah. I don't have Adelaide in. I don't have Geelong That's in. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. North Melbourne are... Most likely, I'm not going to say they're making the eight, but you would think they that are going improve. to improve. Yep. The Western Bulldogs, I haven't got in. We're in for a massive year. It's going to be awesome. All right, let's go to Brownlow. Who have you got for the Brownlow? Took Miller. Okay. Don't so I it. think if the, if the Suns are going to rise, he's going to get better, and he's been thereabouts. And yep. I think in a better team, in a winning team, he might poll a few more votes. He will for certainly find the football. So none of us have got Nick Dacos for the Brownlow, which is interesting. I've got Errol Goulden. I think right. he obviously polled very well last year and just elite. Geez, so. Flash will be happy with you. Yep. The Swans' number one cheerleader. Coleman Medal. Kerno. I've got Nick Larkey, who mm -hmm. did really well last year, and they'll win more games this year, I think, the Roos. So yep. I think he could go close. Wooden Spoon. This I've been battling with this, but after watching my mob on the weekend, I've... Snuck us in for the wooden spoon, the West Coast Eagles. Yeah, I'm down to two for the spoon. The Ross v. Crows? The <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think Ross might struggle to win that, even on their home track. Even without a roof and if it's raining cold, I think the Crows will get over the line yes. against Ross on the weekend, I believe it is. Um, I'm down to your team, the Eagles, because yeah. they look pathetic. Thank you, Tim. But I'm worried about the Hawks. Yeah, I'm worried about the a couple of injuries. I had them down originally. Yeah. But I would love nothing more <laughs> than to sit here again and see the Eagles come last. Well, you know what, you. Tim? So I'm going to... You know what, Tim? I'm going to put the Eagles. I couldn't give a stuff because we last won a flag in 2018. Where's your mob? That's good. Where's your mob, please? Uh, biggest improver, I've got North Melbourne written down for that. Well, my biggest improver's got to be the, the Giants. Oh, sorry, the Suns. their sons. Yeah. Rising star, who you got? Uh, the Rising Star, well, it's going to be, you might as well give it to Harley Reid already. Really? It's, oh, it's a media award. It's like, they'll just talk it up, talk it up, talk it up. He'll get 10 touches and he'll get votes. Whereas some other kid that they don't know the name of who wasn't a top mm. 10 draft pick will probably do better, but he will win it. A lot of hype around Tassie's own Riley Sanders, so I've locked in Riley. What about McKerchie? Yeah, and I've overlooked him for Riley. No, well, I think McKerchie could win it, but as I said, it'll be a bit... Um, It'll be a bit of that sort of favouritism yeah, and media mean. focus on Harley Reid. It'll be nearly impossible for him. If he's half decent, Yeah, he can't lose it. TSL, who you got? Clarence Ruse will close Clarence. it out. Ruse. The most Hell dominant was. club. Are they the most dominant club in TFL, TSL history? Or did I just make that up? 
Maybe TSL since the TFL statewide. So not just the last fifteen years. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll close North out. Hobart will be up there I think they? they'll close it out with another one uh, I've gone Kingborough back to back so no, neither of us have got Lauderdale no mate they'll be knackered Lauderdale they're all work they're all builders <laughs> for Andy Lydon they'll be cooked come Saturday <laughs> they're doing their jobs properly uh, NRL we're going to get Andy Lydon no, he's NRL done a bloody path. great job down absolutely there absolutely he has NRL uh, NRL I'm going with Gee, do you want me to throw a few teams? Um, no, I'll go with the Sydney Roosters. Well, they started well yesterday. Yeah. I've gone Brisbane, but they lost. Yes. Opening round. Did you watch any of the Vegas stuff? No, yesterday? I didn't actually. I turned it on. Interesting. Uh, I mean, they'll call it a success. And the crowd... Was it not those 45,000 I saw? Is that the title, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It looked a little bit empty. I well, mean, it's obviously, pretty big. Exactly. So, yeah, no, I think I think all in all, it'll be team success. I know we're not talking about the NRL at the moment. It's not huge on the agenda down here no. in Tassie. But what's... Yeah, this is that. That is a success. Well, they'll say it's a success, but what? How much money did they spend oh, on making that happen? I would hate to th- imagine just hiring out Allegiant Stadium on its own, like the Super Bowl was there three weeks ago. Uh, Hamish, can you find that out? Like, has there been any articles around figures of mm. what that weekend has just cost it the would NRL? Be extraordinary. Four teams. There's four flying teams, teams and staff over there. Fox Sports had their whole commentary. Like, heaps of media people over there. Hotels. I think they've flown people like journo's over there to cover it. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. What's ballpark? Find out a ballpark for oh. us there, Hammer. Millions. Text in here on the Harcourt's open line. Hey, boys, absolutely correct on the map jumper. Use it sparingly. My choice is a Hawthorne stripe-style jumper in the tricolours. Mm. That's from Craig in Austin's Ferry. Thanks, Craig. Not sure how that'll look, Tim. No, I'll have to disagree with you there, Craig. I don't yeah, like not, the tries. I think sure we can be a bit that. more original and a bit more modern. Appreciate your text, though, this no, morning. Yeah. And, Craig, if you want to text back in with a, uh, a Tasmanian celebrity to get on Brent's show out in the sticks down the Hume Valley, which we're going to put together, please do. Or tell us. We've what, only got four in at the moment. What do you, oh, I was right, Tim. North Hobart, 27 premierships. Clarence has 11. Oh, well, they're far from us. The powerhouse. Thing. I've got a private suggestion on my on my messages yes. saying Scott Wade for I'm a celebrity. Scott Wade. That was a very good right. call. We're getting a bit male dominant. We though. are like a 50 50 yeah, split. Yeah, we are. Yep. Jackie Lambie's in. Yep. So we'll lock her away. Anyway, we're running late. We're going to get to a break. Coming back to wrap up the first hour of the show next here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. We're powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. Enormous first hour of the show. We've uh, come up with a cast for Almost Liberty. Get me out of here, Tasmania. Half. Half a cast. We're sitting at four. Four. And Jazzy Lambie's actually got an asterisk. She's been on the real one, Julian O'Brien. She's been on the real one. I mean, she might blow the budget out. So who have you got locked in then? Because we've had a few suggestions. Locked in. Yeah. Locked and loaded. Yep. We have your good self, (laughs) David Boone. Yeah. David Foster. And Jackie Lambie. Okay. What about Wadey? I, I like the Wadey suggestion. Do you want to throw Scotty Wadey? I think in? we need. Well, yeah. we'll put him on the short list. Yep. Um, we need some more females. Yes. Yol, Two male dominated. What about o- David O'Byrne? Do you want to wait till he's finished in politics so we can yeah, unload a bit more? Well. <laughs> That's the standard Tim, yeah. Tim's whiteboard. Yeah, scratch him off. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, well, we've got a big second hour coming up uh, on the show. Aidan O'Connor will join us on the phone, a rising star of Tasmanian cricket. Can't wait to ask him about Tim's influence on his career so far. Yes? Saw that, Hamish. That was a great suggestion. What? Molly Strano. Molly Not Strano. Tasmanian, though. We happy? She'd be good, though. I'll tell you. If her celebrations her are anything to go yeah, by. Let's put her in. Yeah, put her in. Put her in. Uh, Going to have David Bartlett join us too, the former Premier, to talk round ball. He'd be good on there. He would actually probably. Might ask him if he wants to. He's, yeah. Well, we'll ask him live. That's a good idea. That's all coming up for you on SEN Tassie Breakfast after 8 o'clock. Powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Don't forget to get us on the Harcourt's open line. Harcourt's results for you. 0437 Sure is on this Monday morning, the 4th of March, 2024, five minutes past eight o'clock. Text one's blowing up here, Tim. <laughs> what a talk topic we've got, got one, here. One's going straight in. Who's straight that? Straight in. <laughs> GTB. Grant, Grant Tassie, Tassie Brown. Brown. Straight into it. <laughs> Tasmania's I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Yes, he indeed. is locked and loaded. <laughs> That'd be excellent. Uh, Anthony Stewart's a, a suggestion here. A very funny man, Stewie. I think he'd, he'd entertain. We'll Absolutely. Georgia Baker's been suggested, our star cyclist. Georgia Baker. What about we've Princess? Locked in, we've locked in Princess, Princess Mary. Mary. She's on. Sorry, Queen Mary. Queen. Queen Mary. Goodness me. How dare we? She's always going to be princess, though, isn't she? <laughs> to us. That's me rubbing out the thing, by the way. What about Simon Baker? Yeah. He's Big Tasmanian, name. isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He'd have a story or two for the... Yeah. We need some star show. power, don't we? Yeah, wow. Well, we've got you. That's true. That's true. That's anyway, speaking of star it, power, our, Tim... I was going to say, our next guest our in next 20 guest. years might be... Might be straight in. Absolutely. It is a rising star of Tasmanian cricket, Aidan O'Connor, who joins us on the program. Morning, Aidan. How are you going, mate? Morning, Tim. Morning, Brent. How are you guys? We're well, thank you. We're uh, really pleased to be talking to you, mate. Uh, How's life for you at the moment? Things are going nicely. Uh, Yeah, all sort of settling down now. I've only got a couple of weeks left, but uh, I was pretty full on for a while there. Absolutely. A big game for you in the second 11 win two over South Australia, mate. You fell one ball short of a half century in the first innings, took five wickets for the match. You must be really growing with confidence at the moment. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, just trying to understand my game and trying to learn off all the older players with Jake and uh, Tim playing that last game and obviously raining with the ball. Um, the way that... Um, Andrew Gale's running that program at the moment is pretty helpful, having probably five or six older guys and then having us young boys go through it as well. Um, makes it pretty easy to learn and uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, mate, how, how you feel you sort of the last seven months of your career, I guess, has been a bit of a whirlwind. You've signed a local rookie contract with the Tigers. You've played the Tasmanian second eleven. You were named player of the tournament in the Under-19 National Championships. You're a member of Australia's Under-19 World Cup squad. It's been a fair old few months for you. Yeah, it's been pretty humbling, um, that's for sure. Um, uh, I'm going to put it down to Cricket Tasgo. They've helped me out throughout the winter and now, um, and still giving me support. Um, yeah, and then over in uh, Albury, it was pretty it was pretty flat out for that six games in about nine days. So um, just trying to get my body up and all that sort of thing and just trying to give myself the best chance. Um, yeah, it was good fun and I uh, loved every minute of it. And with your rookie contract, mate, how how's that work for you this year? Obviously, still living in Launceston, have you and and you're part of the Second Eleven program? Have you been able to get around the senior group a lot for training, or have you been around for any of the games in the change rooms and stuff like that? Um, I've only been down there a 
uh, a little bit in school holidays, but um, while school's going, I'm a uh, full-time student. But um, uh, I've only been... I was in the rooms yesterday for the first time um, for the Scott Mason match, which is nice. Um, yeah. But that's about all, really. I think I'll hopefully try and make the big move down in around September, November, but um, we'll wait and see. Hey, no, Connor's our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast. What about playing for your country? That must have been a, a real thrill, I guess, um, in another country as well. What was that experience like? Uh, yeah, absolutely loved it. It was a great experience. Um, as I've said before, just uh, putting the sunscreen on and looking at yourself in the mirror and see the Australian kid was pretty humbling. So, um, yeah, even just to be a part of the World Cup was pretty, um, yeah, I'll do a bit of it. And what about on, on a local scene? The Northern, the Greater Northern Raiders looking very good to make the finals. Um, you've got one day to go against Newtown this week, but they must be happy with how things are going up there as well. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a reward for effort. Um, all the lads are pretty hard working, so we, we weren't too happy about our pre-Christmas uh, performances. So it's, um, it's all starting to click at the moment, so hopefully it all goes well this weekend. We can sneak our way in. Uh, and what about influences on, on your career? Who have some of the guys that have made a, you know, an impact on the way you go about your cricket? Um, Winston Mason, um, father of Scott. Legend. Yeah, had um, a lot to do with him since I was probably about 10 years old. So um, he's probably had the most. And obviously all my family and all, all coaches that I've had. Um, just uh, grateful for all the time they've given me and all that sort of thing just to help me out. What about your, your goals coming up, mate? Anything front of mind that you want to tick off in the not-too-distant future? Is it making your first 11 debut for, for Tassie? Is it maybe getting a, a BBL contract? Or what, what sort of front of mind? Maybe the strikers. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, none of that, really. It's just more or less just trying to keep improving most days and I'm training, that sort of thing. And then whatever sort of happens from there, then you sort of take as it comes. I, I try not to look too far ahead, but um, obviously... But uh, playing for Tassie is one of my goals in the in the future, and um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Well, I might be able to come up with a deal for him, Brad. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon if he pulls on a uni cap, I might be able to wangle him a strikers <laughs> contract at some stage in the next twelve months. We'll have a chat about that, Aiden. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Aiden, what about the access you have to players at Cricket Tasmania? It must be really nice to be able to roll around and see some of the big names there. I know there's people you particularly look up to. One person in particular I know has had a big impact on your career and you've really looked up to him for an outstanding captain, amazing leader of men, plenty of runs. He's done it, done it all, Jordan Silk. Um, <laughs> that was a little gag I just worked yeah, on, Tim. Funny. Yeah. Now, all, all seriousness, what, have you come across Tim at all? Has he played it, shown any interest in your career coming through the system, Aiden? Um. Was that Jordan or was that Tim, sorry? Nah, go with Tim, yeah. He's yeah. trying to be I was, funny. I was mate. trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah. Did it felt a little oh, flat. <laughs> no, uh, I've had, had a little, little bit to do with Tim. I haven't, not a whole lot. Met him a couple of times, but um, he's always been uh, kind enough to give me a few words whenever I need him. So. Oh. Yeah. We'll work on that for the next 12 months too, Brent. Now I know he's moving <laughs> south. <laughs> exactly right. You'll uh, jump on the coattails, Tim. That'd be, that'd be you. Now, we love your work, mate. It's been awesome to, to see it progress so far, and we can't wait to see what the future holds for you. Thanks so much for joining us on the show this morning, and yeah, we wish you all the best moving forward. Bless you guys. Thank you very much for that. Aiden O'Connor, rising star of Tasmanian cricket and Australian cricket team. He is, mate. And we've got a few coming through, but he's, from what I've seen, I mean, we don't want to talk down the other ones, but I think he's the pick of the of the crop. And mm-hmm. I don't think we've had a player as good as him come through for, for some time, to be honest. I mean, we don't want to put too much pressure on him, but for Tasmanian cricket fans who haven't seen much of him, 
Keep your eye out for him in the next 12 months. Spoke well too. Very yeah, nice. something about the Northern boys. Yeah. Same when we get them on for footy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's getting the water up there. Harcourt's open line. Harcourt's more than just real estate professionals. Get us on the, the line this morning, 0437 552 or even call us, 1300 You might have a question for our next guest, who is the former Premier of Tasmania, David Bartlett. He's coming on to talk about round ball, but you might want to throw in a politics question too. This man has been in election campaigns before and knows all about it. He's coming up live in the studio next here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. We're powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. 0437 552 is our famous talkback line, Tim. And we want to hear your text this, or get your text this morning about a big topic we've been plugging and that is a Tasmanian version of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. We want your nominations. Had a few suggestions. Right, another text in here from Flash and Latrobe. Morning, lads. I'll second Jackie Lambie and also nominate Brian Ritchie, yep. who'd have mm. some stories. David Walsh is another one. David Walsh. In there. Maybe this man, our next guest, who's joined well, us in the studio. We did speak about him earlier, but we wanted to see, see him face to face. And so ask the question. Well, I've neglected to go on because... We've got all the star power we need. <laughs> That's true. Trent, so. David Bartlett, welcome to the show. Well, it's great to be on the show, actually, and congratulations, guys, on building a really great uh, morning breakfast uh, show. It's been terrific to, to Thank hear. Thank you. We, we mm. like it. We've got no idea how we're going, but we enjoy ourselves. You're going beautifully. Thank you. Thanks, Would you come on the, on the I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of here, Tasmania? Do I have to, like, eat <laughs> oh, bugs or yeah, something like that, got, or who so we got? So far, we've got Brent Costello. I'll beat him. David Boone. Oh, yeah, no worries. David Foster. <laughs> Jackie Lambie. <laughs> no, no she, she'd win it. Holly <laughs> <laughs> Strano from the uh, three-peat yep. over the road at Cricket Taz. Queen Mary. Oh, yeah. And the great Grant Tazzy Brown. <laughs> It's going to be. I tell you what, that's um, that's high form. But I reckon Lambie's got that. She would outlast them all. Well, we didn't realise she's actually been the real one. Oh, has she? Right. So she's got an asterisk. I'm not sure she can win it. She doesn't count. We'll put her in there just to throw a cat amongst the pigeons and make things interesting. Well, we probably should straighten up and talk about what we've actually got in here for. Which exciting news last week that South Hobart's initial bid has been taken over by a consortium involving you to try and get a, a Tasmanian team in the national second tier soccer competition. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, I don't want to overstate my role. Um, Ed Swan and the crew and the whole of the South Hobart crew, but much broader than that now, have done the work and I've been pleased to just give them a bit of advice. And that advice really is around uh, how we built that whole um, strategy towards getting Tasmania back in the NBL via the second tier competition, uh, then called the SEABL, now NBL 1, of course, and the Hobart Chargers, the Launceston Tornadoes and Northwest Thunder were all a big part of that. So I'm a big supporter of this um, bid, or at least this pathway, because I believe that um, simply hoping we get an A-League uh, team uh, is not a strategy, but building a pathway towards an A-League team where... We can build the infrastructure, we can build the supporter base, we can build the governance structures and all the things that go into running a successful club. Um, we can do that via this second tier competition that um, that Football Australia is, um, or the FFA is um, bringing out. Now you're well known around the state obviously for your political career and, and your connection to basketball. Why, why was there the need to get involved in this apart from them coming to you for advice? Well, 
I am a football fan, a round ball fan, always have been. I've played um, both basketball and uh, soccer since I was in grade four and followed the two sports. If I'm honest, I probably follow those two sports more than I do uh, Australian uh, football and and cricket. They were my three sports growing up and um, what I followed really closely um, um, through all my life. Um, So I'm a passionate football fan. Um, and I would love to see an A-League team here in Tasmania. But more to the point, even if it was a second division Tasmanian team playing in a national league, I think we'd um, sell out 10,000 seats every every yeah. game, frankly. Well, what do we have? Yeah. 9,000 at North Hobart a few weeks ago? That for for, for yeah. Western United? Yeah. yeah, they've been really sold really well, yeah. those. And it's really what really struck me, and it was one of the moments that really made me think about, yep, I'll get behind this and help it, uh, help along where I can. And it's, it's just through some advice. It's, I wouldn't want to overstate it. Um, the, that I went to one of those Western United games last year, uh, cracking half a uh, goal at the, <laughs> in, that? Yeah. Uh, from the halfway line. Yeah. Um, but the place was just jam packed with kids running around in their um, soccer uniforms um, and I thought, oh, this reminds me of those early days of the Chargers when we really said for the first time, you know, we're going to be NBL ready um, in three years' time. It reminded me a bit of that, and I thought, oh, there's something here that we can build on, and, and I'm really excited to make a bit of a contribution to that. Where do you think it sits with Football Tasmania? I won't say that you haven't got their support, but their priorities lie yeah. elsewhere. This is what Tony Pinata, the CEO, had to say when we had him on the show. What about South Hobart and the second tier? Is that something that could realistically happen. I know it comes with a fair bit of money required as well to, to be in that competition, but is that something that we could see? I think it's um, you know very ambitious, South Hobart, and I think it's great. Um, but uh, you know if, if it's going to come down to funding, we're, we're really just focusing on the A-League, not on the second division. Yeah. So they be, South Hobart would re- be reliant on the funding coming from where? Well, they'll have to source it. We we won't be sort of going to government to yeah you know, for two handouts. Okay. Uh, you know, we we really want you know if anything is sort of funded, it, it's got to be for football. the A League and yeah. the home of football. Yeah. So their priorities are elsewhere, yeah. but but uh, you, you don't really well, need well, them either. The, 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 same? the, the priorities are yeah, you know, or, or the pathway priorities are different, and I think yeah. that's again analogous to what happened with the Chargers and and basketball Tasmania. There were alternate views of how we might go about it. Um, ultimately, success has a thousand fathers and failure is an orphan. Um, but uh, and so in the end, you know, everybody's on board um, with where we got to in terms of the Jack Jumpers, and, and I've got nothing to do with that organisation other than being a fanboy like all of us. <laughs> oh, some of us have more of a role, um, uh, you know, and they've just done an extraordinary job. But the pathway there is the most important thing uh, for me. And certainly, uh, you know, I can understand why the peak body has a slightly different view to a group of community volunteers um, working down the other pathway. I've seen that before. I don't think those differences are irreconcilable. Um, Ultimately, I think, um, you know, there's a shared view and vision that we want an A-League team here, and I believe it would be very successful. Yeah. And so the funding is indirectly... But you are funding Look, an elite club. You're just doing it in a different way. You're building the foundations. So the, so the tier two competition, as I understand it, will allow for promotion and relegation yeah. going forward. And so that becomes the pathway into the A-League. But what it does is it doesn't simply, and this is always one of the challenges for Tasmania, we're seeing it with the AFL now, you've got to build this thing out of the ground from scratch and have it competitive like the Jack Jumpers have been, because now we expect our teams to yep. be competitive. <laughs> we've seen it in cricket, we've seen 
needed in basketball. Um, so you've got to build it out of the ground. I think this pathway is the best pathway because it allows a four or five year process. And being, you know, part of that is really good governance, making sure you've got great people around a club that can be sensible, uh, make sensible financial decisions, make sensible marketing decisions and so on. And I think you build that over a period of time rather than hope that it arrives. Is there a time frame on that um, promotion relegation? Uh, I believe in the next couple of, uh, after the first couple of years of operation, that yeah. league will go into promotion relegation mode. Just quickly, because I want to go into a couple of other topics with you, but how do the Jack Jumpers, the Hurricanes and an A-League team fit mm. in the same market? Yeah, I don't disagree that that's a challenge. Tasmania has a limited, you know, a smaller corporate market and a sort of smaller ticket buying market than everywhere else. And I think they are challenges that need to work out. It looks to me like the Hurricanes and the Jack Jumps have done a great job at sorting their stuff out together, and mm -hmm. that's a really good thing. And I think any any other team would um, need to do that. I also think though the success of the Jack Jumpers and indeed the Hurricanes along the way, um, and Tasmanian cricket generally. Um, probably means there's going to be a more of a focus for national uh, corporate sponsorship into Tasmanian teams. I think you'll certainly see that in the AFL. Um, and that'll take some of those pressure off. There's still always a challenge in Tasmania about ticket prices and how elastic is the market and how many families can afford tickets and so on. So we just really need to be conscious of that. Yeah. What were the crowd figures the night that they clashed? They were both they were good, big. Both it was good. nine and a half at Blunston yeah. and there was four and a half at... Yeah. Mm. So I think it, it can be done, but again, but all of these things are need to be worked out, you see, and that's that's why I'm um, really supportive of this bid because it gives you that four or five-year runway to really work out, build confidence in the community, build the confidence with the corporate market, build the confidence with the ticket-buying market and so on. And what about the high-performance centre that... Um, Tony came on and was spruiking for for soccer. Have you seen that? You I've seen that? I've seen their plans, and I think that's fa they're fantastic uh, plans. I understand they don't have a location for them yet. My anecdote here is: I was in Japan last year, and I just happened to be in a town called Imabari, where a J League th third division team plays. And so I thought, I've got nothing to do today. Go and buy a ticket to this game. There were ten thousand people at a stadium um, in a third division Japanese um, uh, league team. It was a fantastic day. It was a fantastic game. And the stadium was what I would call not cheap and cheerful, but beautifully designed, but clearly could have been built, mm. you know, I suspect for $10, 15000000 million. It um, wasn't a huge piece of infrastructure. It fit into the landscape beautifully. And it hosted ten to 12,000 people screaming Japanese and one white bloke, me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to work out what was going on. But... Um, you know, as soon as I saw that, I took a photo and sent it to Kenny Morton and said, look, this is what we need, Ken. So um, I think it'll be an exciting thing. But again, hope um, is not a strategy. We need a strategy that um, that actually is practical and builds things along the way. And it's never an easy journey. It's a lot of hard work. And Ed and Swan and the crew uh, are doing all that hard work. And it's great to see. Politics, let's quickly talk about that. Um, if you were still the Premier, still the, the leader of Labor... I probably would have been dead by now, but yes. <laughs> would you support a stadium being built at Macquarie Point? And second part of that question, if you are Labor, do they need a strong stance on which way they're going to go with this before people go to the polls? Well, look, I don't necessarily need to talk about Labor or Liberal or Greens or whatever. My view is, and I've been outdoor knocking a bit um, with some candidates that I support... 
Um, so I've heard direct from people. There is a lot of passion out there for people who want a stadium, but equally there's a lot of passion out there for people who don't. So my take on this is you can't be half pregnant in politics. You've got to take a stand. You've got to say, and it hurts sometimes because a lot of decisions you make in politics are 51-49, and you've got to then vehemently defend the position you've taken. Um, So I would just be saying any political party, in my view, needs to be very, very clear about what their stance is. And have they been clear enough, Labor? Well, I think they have, but others might argue otherwise. Okay. And quickly before we let you go... I was going to ask... Are you a Mac point man or 2.0 if you had to Oh, choose? I think um, the the design that Paul Lennon and um, uh, Mr. Coleman have come up with um, is fantastic. Makes more sense, doesn't it? Well. He's <laughs> <laughs> close to his chest here, isn't he, the great man? Hey, uh, the mighty Swisher Hoops Academy is flying. We, yeah, thanks for having us for the... Isaiah last, or was that two weeks ago? Now? Well, it was great to see you made national news with well, your little Isaiah grab. It's amazing, still running it? out there Absolutely. with him saying he's going to be MVP and so on. If you bring Isaiah Thomas to this NBL single-handedly, mate, I'll be claiming part of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, there. Um, but that that was a big event, but there's an even bigger one coming up oh, towards yeah. the end of the month. And thank you for hosting our one-on-one game, which is coming up towards the end of the month. Um, one-on-one. I've got, I've, I've ordered in extra blood kit supplies just to make sure there's the clean-up on, you know, That'll court three. Before the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're looking forward to it, and uh, we don't know anything about it yet, but we know you're hosting it, which which we love. So really looking forward Can to I hosting it. Two very quick ones before we go. <laughs> One, uh, what gave you more satisfaction, the Jack Jumpers making the semis or the Kings missing out? God, that's a <laughs> terrible thing, isn't it? I, I sometimes have to question myself: Do I want the Kings to lose more than I want the Jackies to win? It's always the Jackies, though, the at the end one. of the day. Um, and if you could, just I've been trying to extend an olive branch um, to oh. Beck White. Brent obviously upset her a number of years ago at a Bill Sorrell lunch with a poorly timed joke <laughs> that went down like a lead balloon. <laughs> I, uh, I would have, I've. Love to have her on the show to get her point of view to our sporting because we want to give both sides of. of she hasn't the been on your show yet. She won't come on. Uh. I think it's because of Brent's <laughs> poorly timed, ill-directed wrong. joke at the Bill Sorrell lunch. Uh, but if you could let her know that I'm happy to kick him out of the studio <laughs> if for I'm the talking 10 to she Beck, comes I will, in, I will, uh, let that her would know. be terrific. Thank uh, you. Just quickly, and apologise for Brent because he's too gutless to do Tell, this. Do you- <laughs> You've seen me on the basketball court. Oh, yeah, I have. That's yeah, why, and I just, usually run a mile these days. Exactly. Tell Tim what he's in it for, hurts. please, because he's underestimating. And I think oh, I can still feel the bruise on my hip about a year later. Yeah, that was after uncalled for. Uncalled for. You've seen the footage. But see, this time he's going to be the one getting bullied. Yeah, good. Yeah. I look forward to that. And so, he's got two I'm, I'm on the pain train, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. No, thanks for coming in. Always good to chat and appreciate thanks, your guys. time. David Bartlett joining us in the studio. We are late for news headlines. Here they come now. Well, we're flying this morning. SEN Tassie Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. And Rob's given us a call on the Harcourt's open line. Harcourt's results for you. G'day, Rob. G'day, Tim and Brent. Um, love your show. Um, I, would, I was watching the actual Shield game, which has been great, the Tassie and Victorian game. Um, I've seen an absolute, absolute sickening blow um, with Will Bukowski. Um it seems to be happening quite regularly. I'll be interesting in your views whether it may be time for him to call it stumps, perhaps, because um, it's about his personal health. I'd be interested yeah. about your thoughts. Yeah, no, we spoke about it a bit earlier in the show um, this morning, and that's what I said to Brenda. It's, it's hard for someone to tell someone to give up the game when you don't know 
um, the facts. Um, we don't know what, what's actually happening. I mean, we, we spoke about Angus Brayshaw last week having scans and, and that gave him enough information around what was happening inside his brain for him to be able to make a call. But for other people to to tell someone which way to go, I think it's a bit hard when you don't have all the facts. And, um, you know, my opinion is that Will makes the best decision for him. I mean, he, he needs to be happy. He's got a long life to live. And, and as you said, incidents like yesterday are, are hard for us to watch, but you can only imagine what he's going through um, on a personal level. So first and foremost, we hope he... He's feeling better today. Um, we hope he improves quickly, but um, yeah, I'm with you, mate. I think at some stage he's going to have to make a decision about what's best for his his life going forward. And um, you know, playing cricket is a is a small part of that. Thanks, Rob, for your call this morning on the Harcourts Open Line. Harcourts results for you if you want to get to us thirteen hundred forty two fifteen thirty three or text us oh four three seven double five two five three five. How about this, Tim? Another nomination is in for our I'm a Celebrity Get Me wow. Out of Here Tasmania edition. It is a beauty and someone that Fire we overlooked. I've got the text already. Fire it at me. Cat Colgrave. Mark oh. Colgrave. <laughs> Straight in. And he'd have the sunnies on, wouldn't he, in the, Catty, in the jungle? Cool Colgrave. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Only if he's allowed one carton of Cascade Blues per day, this text says. That's not a problem. Angus from the Bell Reef Ground Staff has sent that in to us this that morning. Is, Thanks, Angus. That is a cracker. Terrific. Jeez, we're getting close now, but it's very male heavy. No, it's not. We've only got, got Jackie Lambie. Oh, three. Yeah, Strano okay. and Queen So Mary. five males, three females. We've got two spots to fill. That's brilliant. Mark Colgrave, he's my early favourite to win it. He'd be entertaining. The big cat. Get us on the Harcourts open line. Harcourts results for you. 0437 552 Tell us who you think should be in the jungle in Tasmania. Yeah, I'll tell you what would happen, Hamish. Brent would be the first bloke to go to the diary room and just ask to leave. It's too, <laughs> it's too, it's too hard. <laughs> I probably would, to be fair. Uh, what are you pointing at, Hammer? Jackie Lambie's on. Oh, she's on the TV right now. She's probably on there talking about her her appearance coming up this on. Is, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, Tasmania. Some moment. Mark Colgrove. That is a great. Thank you, Angus, for that text. That is sensational. It is absolutely. They're the ones we those little diamonds in the rough we want to find that we haven't thought about. So be let a us know. Footy one like that, like two, like a Darren Winter. Maybe. Oh, Winter would be sensational. <laughs> yes, absolutely. They're the ones we need, Tim. Maybe we'll let this go into Friday too mm. so we can really knuckle down. Someone and... else has just texted in there. David Lithgow. Oh, Flashman. <laughs> Flashman. Get him in. Uh, yeah, no, one, a... no one else would get a word in for the whole show. <laughs> we're off to our break uh, here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. After this, we're going to talk some Shield cricket. We're going to talk about the AFL team launch. Got lots of stuff coming up for you here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. We're powered by Kubota. Taking any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and what else, Tim? Land Pride Attachments. I'll do it. There you are on the TV. Little young Timmy. Sam, the mastermind Cootsie. Another suggestion for our jungle journey, Tim. 0437 552 is the Harcourt's open line. Harcourt's results for you. Let us the know. The mastermind. Mm. Get him in there. Another text here. Did you guys see the comments from Kevin Sheedy regarding Tassie's AFL side? He reckons that if it falls over, the new ca- that Newcastle would be a great alternative for a new team. Mm. Not sure about that. Well, I didn't realize I did see it, but I didn't realize he said if it falls over. I, I the bit I read was as if it made out it's, it should be instead of. Mm. Yeah, I was about to say jog on Kevin, but if it falls over, why not?
Where else are they going? Let's talk cricket, Timmy. Sheffield Shield nicely poised for Tasmania heading into day four today. Uh, obviously, Vicks need 69 runs to win, but only have the two wickets mm, in hand. I so think we'll wrap that up pretty quickly, pretty quickly. We? Riley Meredith down the hill this morning. Bit of short bang, stuff. Bang. I don't think uh, Toddy Murphy and uh, the great... Peter Siddle will be coming in at 11. I don't think he'd be too keen on Riley down the hill this you got, morning. You got the run sheet there? No, I haven't. Have a look at what Hammer's got here. What's he written? James Sutherland is at the crease. Well, if James Sutherland's at the crease instead of Will, they might be <laughs> well, in he trouble. Wasn't, wasn't a bad player. James. Yeah, well, back in the day. Yeah. yeah. But oh, no, Hamish, this is actually his son, <laughs> believe it or not. He'd be 55 now, yeah, James, maybe a touch older. Have to be. Tell you what, he might nice tall though. He might bowl all right at Bell Reef. He might, James. He might. But, but no, that's I expect all set the up. Tigers would wrap that up pretty quickly this morning. Will is is dangerous. I've seen in the Big Bash that he can yeah, launch ball. So if someone was to dig in at the other end and get through, I'd expect him to come out and be quite aggressive and try and get that total down. And a quick thirty or forty can change that game really quickly. But as I said, I expect the Tigers will wrap that up within the first hour, Brent, and we'd be well on our way to a Shield final. Don't think it guarantees a home final, given how well WA are also yeah. placed in Perth, but I think the win puts us definitely in the final, uh, and then it will come down to the last game, I'd imagine, if WA can get the job done later this afternoon, which they still need nine wickets. You know what it's time for now, Timmy? It's our local sports performance of the week, thanks to Banjo's Bakery. Banjo's Hobart Bakes fresh on site every day. Visit your local Banjo's Bakery today. Would you like to announce our winner? Oh, you haven't got the run sheet, have you? You've popped, I don't. You've ca- you've pa- what did you pack up so early for? I didn't pack up. It went flat. Oh, it's gone flat. Yeah, even Hamish though, didn't plug my charger in. Even though the screen, I can still see the, see the screen. What's well, just been charging now? Uh, the Clifton Beach Nippers, who made it back-to-back Tasmanian Junior Surf Lifesaving Championships over the weekend with a mixture of events for under-8s all the way up to under-14s. Clifton Beach came out on top just three points ahead of Bernie. So well done to Clifton Beach, who are our performers of the week. It was a big weekend for the club too, with Riley O'Connor also named Junior Lifesaver of the Year. So... Well done to everyone down there. You are our local sports performance of the week. Thanks to Banjos. Hey, uh, the tickets today are released for the club launch for the AFL team from Tasmania. Where do we get them? Tim, Where do we online, get them, Online. I'd head to Believe Tasmania website. To Believe.com.au. Find out. Believe Tasmania. Believe Tasmania or Tasmanian. I don't know. Anyway. I'm could, sure Google could, will tell us. Well, Hamish won't. Because <laughs> did you see when we were talking to Aidan O'Connor as well? No, we don't want to get too caught up in it, but he had the greater Northern Raiders are in their last round game mm. playing against New Norfolk. I didn't know New Norfolk were in the Hammer. CTPL. What is going on with our mm. man today? I don't know. Gee whiz. Since he was entitled, self-titled himself the Prince, prince. it's just gone to his yeah. head. <laughs> Hammering away the Prince. Uh, so that's 12 o'clock today. If you want to get along, there's only I think it's only 1,000 tickets for each venue, so they'll go quick. So make sure you get along. There's six venues. Where's your one? I'm in Hobart. You've already bought 500 of those. <laughs> Theatre Royal, I'll be at, which will be exciting. We've got Launceston, we've got Devonport, we've got Oatlands, we've got Queenstown, St. Helens. So it's going to be a magic night. Could, you, Don't miss could out. you swing me a ticket there? Come uh, and have a look at you. Uh, I'm not sure if I've got access to any or not, Tim. You don't, you don't get like a man, your manager or your, What I will tell you though, if, if we if you do miss out today, I believe we'll have a couple to give away on Friday's show. Oh, so that's something you look well, forward there we to. Go. What's the what's the prize? To go along to the night. Well, I mean what's the how do you win it? <laughs> we'll have to come up with that during the week. Okay. Hammer can get us an activation that'll just... Hamish has actually just said there's only one ticket to give away. I won. Yeah. 
No, he didn't. He's shaking I'll, his I'll head. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, did you hear Andrew Dillon's comments on Dylan Friends, uh, Dylan Buckley's podcast? Well, here they are for you. Tim, have a listen to this about Tasmania and how they want to have a competitive team from the start. I think the Tasmanians, they're not going to want to have a start like, you know, winning one game in the first year, two games. I think they want to be, they want to hit the ground running. So we'll t- tweak the rules like that. If you get Chris Scott at the right time, if you, if he was happy to go there, you know, Brad, I think they're two amazing coaches. Yeah. There you go. Ooh. Dropped a few bombs there. Hasn't he? <laughs> Does well, the CEO appoint club coaches? Yeah. Good question. Good question. Hey, another text in here. He's right, though. Yeah, we yeah, want to be competitive we do. We'll off the bat. We're the jack jumpers. And you would probably take one of those. Text in here on the Harcourt's open line. Boys who need the whole SEN Tassie crew in. Just imagine the power struggle between Tim and Flash. Jeevesy complaining about having nothing to complain about. Hammer the sniper and Justin laying on the beach looking really, really, really good. What's this all about? I'm a celebrity. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree. It'd be good to get the whole crew in, but there's only probably one who... Who, uh, who's a celebrity? <laughs> and that's Brent. <laughs> Another text in here. Hey, lads, just being reported on Sunrise, Sydney now wants to put a roof on a core stadium to attract more concerts and sporting events. Cheers, Flash from Latrobe. Thanks, Flash. Makes sense. Makes sense. Doesn't Makes it? sense not to have one too, though, well, to Isaac Smith. Well, it does, but it doesn't rain here as much as it does in Sydney. They need a roof on all their sporting venues. It doesn't stop raining. That's there. right. 100%. Hey, quickly, just a Jack Jumpers update too. Uh, Marcus Lee will be a day-by-day proposition, I, I guess you'd call it, heading into game one against Perth on Friday night. He got that pinched nerve in his neck, Tim, and um, a much better prognosis than we initially yeah, thought because it looked, it looked pretty looked, bad. It did on telly. I thought, mm. I swear on telly, it looked like his shoulder actually came out. Yeah, it's a, that's a good result. So Very fingers crossed result. he can suit up Friday night, and that's going to be a massive part of our show Friday morning too, previewing the big clash. Quick one we brushed over in... Uh, Cricket, Shield Cricket, mm. Bo Webster. Oh, goodness me. 167, was it? What? See, I think if you look at the... T- a lot of people down in Tassie are now starting to talk about him as a test chance. Mm. I look at that, I'm not so sure, but of what I am convinced he now, probably for me, he's done. He jumps Aaron Hardy in white ball. And I, that sounds strange because I know he's done most of his damage in Shield Cricket, but I just think... Shield cricket with green, uh, test cricket with green and Marsh and Hardy's career numbers are really good over three mm-hmm. or four seasons. Not to say that he can't play test cricket. What I'm saying is, I feel like he could be really close to a 50 over game, given the flexibility that he can give you. He can bowl 100%. seam up, he can bowl off spin, and he is whacking them. Yep. At the moment, that'd be awesome to see. He's got, I think he's going to get some pretty good opportunity in the winter in the Australia A kind of setup. But I, I don't know. I feel I know his damage is getting done in Shield, but I feel like the opportunity is going to come for Bowen fifty over cricket. I feel like he made the right call in the end too, because he was tossing up footy in cricket there at a young age, wasn't he? Oh, there's there's not even a sniff that he didn't make the right decision there. Yeah. There was talk yeah. that I don't know if it's true or not. The boys always talk about it in the squad. They reckon that Johnny Longmire said that Bow slept with the light on, or maybe it was <laughs> maybe it was Matthew Armstrong. I can't remember. <laughs> or maybe Wadey just made it up. I'm not sure. But <laughs> that's what we've been running with for years. SEN <laughs> Tassie Breakfast, powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and Land Pride attachments. We're off to our final break of the morning. Coming back to wrap it up next. Never, ever have I seen a whiteboard get so much oh, use mate. this morning. They're flooding through, Brent. <laughs> for the Tasmanian, I'm a celebrity. Get me out Goodness of here. Goodness me. Do you want me to just leave our listeners with where we've landed yes. to the end of the show? Okay. 
So we've locked in eight. Okay. And we're going to probably... contestants. We can go more than ten. We're going to let this evolve to Friday. Yeah, all right. We're at eight in the inaugural Tasmanian celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Brent Costello, David Boone, David Foster, Jackie Lambie, Molly Strano, Queen Mary, Grant Tazzy Brown, and Mark the Cat Colgrave wow. are our first eight contestants. Now, the other suggestions that have come through, and they're sitting still on the draft board. Okay. We're in negotiations oh, with these I think you should people. have a couple in there. But we anyway. have Scott Wade, yes. Ben Yole, David Walsh. Richard Flanagan, Ariane Titmus, who we're going to take off because yeah. she's going to be winning gold. We can't, yeah. we can't have her nah. there. Brian Ritchie, yep. Anthony Stewart, yep. Darren Winter, mm-hmm. and the last one to come through, which I think would really, it, the people of Tasmania would love to see this. Scott Roth. Oh, so they're wow. on the short list. He'd have us up and about in there. He'd keep oh, us mate. motivated. Imagine the culture in there. They'd be cleaning, washing, doing everything, <laughs> helping each other out, playing defense left, right, and center. In one in all, it'd be none of these like splits down the middle where you're on a different team and you're trying uh, to get people voted off. No. It'd be all in on Absolutely. the one team. Hey, uh, late text in here on the Harcourts open line. Harcourts result for you. Uh, Tim, I've taken your advice and registered for the JMC footy tipping competition. Prices on offer are incredible. Now, a serious matter. If you guys are yeah, on I'll, I'll today, do it before thir- well, Hamish, it starts Thursday. Get on. JMC.com.au. $45,000 worth of prizes up for $1,000 up every single week, Brent. Keep your Jump text. on board. Have a look at it. Keep your text coming in over the next couple of days. We'll get to those on Friday, including who you'd like to see in the Tassie jungle. That's been a big show. Uh, nice to see you, boys, and look forward to doing it all again on Friday morning. We've, from we've opening o'clock. round started. It started. Can you believe it? Don't go anywhere. Waitley's up next. <laughs>